a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Find sources. Welcome back. Final segment of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson. It's great to be with you. It is great to be back uh, after a week on the lake. And uh, as most of you know, we spend a week up in Priest Lake, Idaho, way, way, way up north uh, near the Canadian border. And it is a beautiful spot, and it is a uh, place to go to renew and rejuvenate. And so I want to share just a, a few lessons from the lake uh, from this time around. And the place that I always start at the lake is just reviewing. You know, we we live in this world that's accelerating and fast forward. We have all of these changes, all of these challenges uh, more than ever. Uh, we've got all kinds of challenges in our families, in our communities. Our resources are stretched. Our time's uh, in short supply. And as a result of that, a lot of us uh, just feel weary. We're tired. Uh, it's been a long year and a half, uh, longer than most have seemed. And because of that, we, we have this weariness of, of both body and spirit that uh, unfortunately doesn't just disappear with a good night's rest. Uh, many, many of us, far too many of us, are greeting the dawn with a uh, weariness that kind of grows in, in depth and dimension as the day wears on. And the, the external influences that bring on that kind of weariness are, are just a part of it. Now, there's a there's a pattern of weariness, and I'm convinced that most of our weariness is self-inflicted. We inter- we inflict all kinds of things. I was just talking with uh, Jeff Kaplan during the break, talking about how we, we just rush to so many things. And uh, it was interesting, Napoleon, you know, when he would get his mail and correspondence would come in, he wouldn't open it for days. Uh, because he believed that most things will take care of themselves over time. And yet we live in this world where if someone hasn't responded to a, a text in, you know, 2.7 seconds, you know, something's wrong or someone's offended or why don't you care or are you going to respond? You know, you get those uh, question mark uh, texts that follow the question uh, because you haven't answered fast enough. And so sometimes it's self-inflicted. Uh, we bring a lot of distress uh, on ourselves and, and sometimes we add to that. Uh, by trying to do too much. Uh, we get weary by trying to please everyone all the time. Uh, we can get weary by always being in a hurry, rushing around. Uh, we can get weary by attempting to fix everything for everybody else. We can get really weary by just worrying needlessly. Uh, as I said, most things take care of themselves in time. Uh, at our house, we say it all comes out in the wash, and nine and a half times out of ten, it does. We also get weary because we try to control the uncontrollable. We're watching that with the Olympic athletes right now. There is so much that is outside of their control. And so they should just focus on what they can control. And that's what's going on between their ears, what they're doing in their training and their practice and their preparation. Uh, Control what you can control, absolutely. But don't spend all your time getting weary worrying about things you can't control. Uh, We also get weary when we're, we're not living up to to our own standards, not anybody else's standard, not in comparison, but just the things that we believe in. 
And so all of these things add weight uh, to weary bodies and weary souls and weary minds. And so the first thing I do when I get to the lake is uh, I review a statement. And this was written by George MacDonald, a Scottish writer. Uh, he had a major influence on the life of C.S. Lewis. And he shared a quote that is one of my all-time favorites. And it is the answer uh, of how to overcome the weariness of the world. Uh, he wrote this. He said, work is not always required. There is such a thing as sacred idleness, the cultivation of which is now fearfully neglected. Uh, that was back around the turn of the century. <laughs> Imagine what he would say about our society today, that this thing called sacred idleness, uh, that we don't always have to be working and rushing and responding and reacting, uh, that we can just be idle, sacred idleness. Now, sacred idleness is not about self-indulgence. It's not about laziness. It's not about narcissism. Uh, that is not what it's about at all. Uh, but sacred idleness is about things that renew you, that rejuvenate you, that restore you. And my time at the lake uh, is just that for me. It is a time of sacred idleness. So I want to share with you a couple of lessons from the lake in sacred idleness and some things that uh, rejuvenated and renewed me during the past week while I was away. Uh, one of the things I learned, this may have been the most important lesson I learned from my grandchildren this week, and that is a frozen otter pop solves almost any problem in the world. Uh, if you're angry, just have a frozen otter pop. <laughs> if, if you're crying, have a frozen otter pop. If you're frustrated that someone isn't sharing uh, or being kind to you on the beach, just go get a frozen otter pop. It solves everything. So that may have been my most important insight from the lake this week is that having a frozen treat uh, is a great form of sacred idleness, by the way. And the good news is this doesn't just work for my grandchildren. It works for the adults as well. So when the, the parents of those grandchildren uh, are stressed or frustrated, uh, just give them a frozen otter pop. It, it makes all the difference in the world uh, up there at the lake. Uh, the other thing I learned from my grandchildren is any forest and any walk can be magic. Uh, we, we would often go on, I would take the four grandsons uh, that are all under the age of seven, and we would go for a walk, and we went into the magic forest. And to be honest, the forest at Priest Lake is uh, pretty ordinary by forest standards. Uh, but to these little boys, it was magical, and anything can be magical if you decide it is. A tree stump, a branch, a frog. Uh, a dirt path, any of those things can be magic and can be very renewing and very refreshing. Uh, also learned that uh, something I've I've done for years with the boys, and that is uh, wintergreen lifesavers are also magic. Uh, you may not have known that. Uh, that's important lesson from the lake. Uh, we take those along with us on our magic walks into the forest. Uh, also learned from my two little granddaughters uh, just the power of laughter and how what a sacred idle experience laughter can be in our lives and how often we rush past it in pursuit of something else that we think is important uh, that will not matter a week from now. Uh, music is also an important thing uh, that we uh, take with us up to the cabin. 
And it's amazing just how renewing that can be. All kinds of music. Uh, I, I have a pretty uh, eclectic uh, playlist that covers everything from country music uh, to some uh, gospel hymns and everything in between. Uh, but music can be a very important form of sacred idleness. Again, this thing that can renew and rejuvenate and empower us in significant ways. Uh, the last thing, and this is one of the things I love most about the lake, uh, and there's actually a, a, a Facebook group uh, that my friend Terry put me on to. It's called A View From My Window. And the rules for this Facebook page, go check it out. The rules are you can only put one picture up, no explanations. It's just your view from your window. And at our cabin, we have one of the most magical views anywhere. And I could sit and look at the view from that window forever. Uh, the sunsets are absolutely extraordinary. The morning light is just incredible. Uh, being able to look out and see my grandchildren as they play on the beach or the dock or in the water, uh, all of those things. But just think about that. I, we've got Jeff Kaplan looking out his window now, looking at a, uh, a view. How's the view from your window today, Jeff? You know, it's partly cloudy. <laughs> There's the church office building, a lot of cars rolling by, trees and the breeze. And it's nice. There, there you go. Uh, so the view from your window, uh, start thinking about that and go check that out, that Facebook page. It is a, uh, a great thing to look at, a view from my window. But just remember that it is not always required to work. There is such a thing as sacred idleness. Cultivate it, think about it, and enjoy it. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.